BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what up, peeps? It's Dynasty, a.k.a. your girl, D.Y. And right now you're listening to The Library with Tim Einenko. Keep it right here. Peace. Legendary group EMC is composed of rappers Master Ace, Wordsworth, Punchline, and Strict. EMC's new EP is due out May 20th and is called The Turning Point. Here's my interview with one of the members of EMC, Wordsworth. I ain't falling for the Okie. No. Ain't no way they gon' ever do me like they did my Nsugin Okie. 25 years did a stretch on a humble. It's all laid out. Who is Wordsworth as an artist? I'm a MC. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, I started as a, you know, as like most MCs do, braggadocious battle rapper. And then um, as an artist, I'm more of a writer that takes everything that I observe of others that reflect me and I put it into stories and in relatable messages. So whatever you're going through, um, I've probably been through it and empathize with the world for the most part and able to convey it into messages through music. My coloring book was outside, colorful pictures with black outlines. Used to trace the black lines and fill them in that turned the white chalk lines, still from killing men. Ten dollar vans, blue and white buses, can't let the boys in blue buses, silver the cuffers, yellow high crossing the streets with yellow lines, yellow stoplights, bodegas with yellow signs, crayons assorted, red and black Jordans, gold chains led to a lot of black coffins, jobs in black and white paper ads, but they found brown beer in brown paper bags, dag, my coloring book. That's one thing I always appreciated about your rhymes is that you, you one, they sounded very personal, but also, two, you always took on, uh, I guess, like stepped out, stepped outside of Wordsworth and took on other, you know, personas or roles or you know, like like you said, people. So when you do rhyme, I mean, is that a conscious thing to kind of rhyme for? I guess the voiceless. I mean, is that is that how you see? Art, uh, hip-hop as an art form sh- do you think that's how hip-hop as an art form should be yeah um it, it's a it's a voice for other people as well as yourself but it's it's definitely a way and an instrument to bring a light to uh situations going on in the world things going on at home uh your your feelings and your outlook uh the world is, is composed of people with so many different opinions and those opinions are the way that we figure out solutions. So hopefully I can give my, my point of view. And when I put, bring my stuff to the table in, in a room of the world, 
we're all able to find a solution and find a medium that hopefully makes everyone happy. So I'm, I'm always trying to figure out uh, which way can I say how I feel so they can see my perspective or other people's perspective and possibly come up with a solution to solve something. Reality is life and death, full of fights and threats, murders, burglars, prostitutes, searching night for sex, rolling dice on steps, take advice from vets. Brains are bright and deaf and you can have accounts that never bounce from writing checks. Life and text, there ain't really much here. Either sports, video games, you deal a cut here. Deep to portions, a portion of dreams and fortune. Into course then, I'm stressed to keep it over portion. My top is full of plans, don't profit from this land. A pocket full of grands, have your optics full of fans. I'm tired of dollar bands, shopping cards, push Chickens, and Jonathan calling back, you better all pulling scams to rack props. Cops harass black blocks. Parents addicted. Kids learning colors from crack tops with jackpots. Pistols instead of tissue must you to bust you. You got a choice. These are people who are drugs can rush you. And you, I mean, obviously, as you say, you, it sounds like you take, I mean, I think good care in uh, the art you create. And I kind of was, I was really listening to um, your first album, Mirror Music, today, and also the photo album. And it seems like, it, you're very selective in who you feature on those albums. Um, does your artist selection, does that kind of, is that, is that a part of your process, your artistic process, or do you get the features and then you figure out the artistic process after? I actually um, made a rule of finishing the entire song before I actually get uh, a feature or an appearance because I've seen throughout my career coming up, watching other artists wait on features, and the feature takes so long to get that it pushes their project back. So, so I don't, I don't worry about it like that. I feel like I, if I make the song and it's done and it's full, whether the person gets on the record or not, I, it's still able to come out. You know, um, because then it kind of feels like the project is being held hostage. So, and, you know, instead of worrying about that, I just finish the song. And then I kind of just listen to who I think could be on the song. Um, I also like to tap into some of my friends that I'm around that I may have not performed or did songs with. So it's different options and different things that go through my mind when I hear the record. But it's more so who I think could fit on it. And if it's somebody that's right next to me and my crew, I know, then I'd rather tap into them because I know they'll be um, possibly more just accessible as far as getting it done. So that's that's how I look at getting the, the music done. So does that mean you? I mean, if the if the if the song is com, if the you know if the record's complete, does that mean once you like let's say you get a feature on it, do you have to subtract a verse or do you? Yeah, okay. I'll just take a verse out. I'll just take a verse out. It'll probably be uh, the last verse because usually the last verse, if you listen to most of the songs that I write. It's it's usually what uh, it, it surmises what I wrote already, so it'll pretty much you know it, it just pretty much gives you an idea or a synopsis of you know the whole thing at the end a conclusion it'll give you a conclusion and you know with the first two the first two verses I could either tell the person featuring on it hey I just need something to kind of conclude what I'm saying or either just convey how they see it and it still sounds conclusive because it's three verses. Oh, nice. I mean, so so does that, so do they ever actually hear your last verse, or do you try not to play that for them? No, I just take it off. I just take <laughs> off the last verse. Yeah, I just take it off. They don't need to hear to hear the whole song, you know. Cool. And, and I want to continue with your writing process. I, I think a lot of 
for me, I was introduced to you via Lyricist Lounge. Yo, I'm here to inform and entertain. Wordsworth, a.k.a. Words. Vincent Johnson, Jamel, my city name. Clots Projects, music to model, job outlets. Countless endorsements and other deals in the process. Danny Wise and Ant like they causing women topless. Blue and Perry like women with their panty scratches. Many options, distribution, disputing. Rookies confusing. Lyricist Lounge with solutions. Producers provide beats for open And, you know, as you just mentioned, you, you know, you're, you were a battle rapper first and you kind of you know you've honed your art form to you know make albums and stuff like that but obviously when you're a battle rapper and you're freestyling you know you can't edit yourself i mean once you you know once you say the lyric or the verse it's out there right um so when you're creating an album you're you know you you obviously you can't edit yourself you see a verse you don't like it you blah 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 do you still write albums like kind of as if you were a battle rapper just like i mean like the first thing that comes to mind does that work for you or do you really edit yourself now oh i definitely edit i have to edit because um my experience of just the way i write is that i come up with so many rhymes for something that i have to figure out what i feel conveys the message the best out of the rhymes so i'll have lines that's just there on the paper that never get used so it's, it's, that's my process of doing it. I don't just go in with the first thought all the time. Sometimes the initial thought is a winner and it's a keeper. And then sometimes the initial thought is just a path leading to the final goal. So, you know, it's kind of just revving the engine up. So I just think of different things. And then I go through an editing process of making it tight. I, this morning I was I was actually, I actually changed a couple of lines from a, a song I did and, um, I just was like, oh, I don't like that last line, so I changed it and I revocaled it this morning. So I always go back to to make it tighter and try to make sure that it's uh, you know, it has meaning to it or it's just stronger or as strong as I can make it. So I sit there for a while and go through a whole bunch of different options. With speaking with EMC's member Wordsworth, uh, their new album, new EP is called The Turning Point. Uh, Wordsworth, I want to kind of turn to the turning point for you guys what what's kind of what's the mission of this album it's it's really about um hopefully getting a lot more exposure than the last one because it's a new deal it's 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 a m3 penalty slash uh sony red distribution so it's a bigger platform for us we we did the show in in 08 and it sold pretty well and it actually keeps us touring. You know, it kept us touring for a while, and it keeps us touring and doing shows. So we feel like hopefully this collaboration with Penalty and, you know, with a little push from Sony or whatever they can help give us uh, with some of this uh, exposure, whether it's TV, radio, magazines, or whatever, it'll actually help help us uh, get our message out there and our style and whatever we're doing, the type of music we're doing out there a little more. So it's kind of like a turning point in, in all of our careers together on as a group. Oh, nice. And as you mentioned, you know, the, the first EM, EMC album, the show came out in 2008. So, you know, six years of Osley passed, uh, you, each of you guys have done your own thing for these, you know, six years, whether, you know, developing yourself as a solo artist, how does it work? I mean, do you, how do you guys know that, you know, in with these six years passing, how do you know that you guys could pick up kind of where you left off as a group? I mean, is it like kind of riding a bike or was it just like kind of a trial and error type thing? 
Yeah, I mean, we we actually, even though we haven't done an album as a group, we still have done shows together, just random shows on the road. Like, anytime there's a Master Ace show, one of us is with Ace. Um, Sometimes it might change out, in and out. Um, I might be on the road with Ace doing a show. Well, I might, oh, actually, I went on tour uh, last year with Ace, and I was opening up for Ace, but Strick was Ace's hype man for when he came out. So it's still all three. It's three of us, and then Punch is doing his. He does his own thing sometimes. So we're all together, even though it's not EMC shows. We only call it EMC show when it's all four of us, but when it's only three of us, it's usually maybe me performing solo, and then you got Ace and Strick. So that's not an EMC show. So we're still together, even though it's not under that same bill. And as you mentioned, you know, the first EMC album came out in 2008. I was reading an interview you guys did with uh, allhiphop.com, and they asked you guys, what does each member bring to the group? And your response was that you bring different ideas and concepts uh, when approaching the music. So in 2014, is this this still true for you? Or, I mean, have have you guys, like, switched roles? No, we we all we all um I think we all maintain the same role and just the identity of coming up with different ways to do songs with four people, you know, because <laughs> you got four people, you got four perspectives, so it's always trying to keep it interesting with also even like the order of who's rhyming, you know, maybe split up this verse, uh maybe something more cinematic that we can think of that we can, you know, it'll look good for a video. So um, I would say we still pretty much maintain uh, the same character characteristics and, and ideas, but I think we all get better with experience from what the last project did and what we've, how we've grown from doing our own solo stuff. The single off the, uh, the EP is a spun web produced by David E. Beats. I ain't falling for the Okie. No. Ain't no way they gon' ever do me like they did my new chicken Okie. 25 years did a stretch on a humble. It's all laid out, but I'm not gonna stumble. My man on the corner, pocket full of rocks. And as I mentioned before, one thing I do really appreciate that you guys do, especially together, is you, you know, you you speak for the voiceless and then you step out of yourselves and tell a story for someone else's point of view. Uh, with this single, what were you guys trying... I mean, as the first single off the album, what were you guys trying to convey? Well, this this one actually, it isn't the first single, but it's more or less a warm-up in the leak record because uh, we just wanted to put something out. Uh, we enjoyed the record, but it, it has a prominent Coldplay sample in it that a lot of people, if they're familiar with Coldplay, they know that song. So, you know, we knew we probably, you know, couldn't get that cleared or what have you but we felt it still was a powerful record and people would enjoy it uh but the message behind the record is i think it it it, um shows the the care that we have when it comes to making a song and and the cleverness behind it like it's a record with four different takes on uh on a hook and i don't think any verse on there is boring and you know when you think about 
you think about just four man groups or just groups in general, you're always trying to figure out how are they going to do this and how are they going to make a good album. And, you know, it's all these comparisons with groups and groups and groups. And that's the one thing about us is that even the show album, it keeps your interest and you get to hear how we mesh well as a group. It's hard to be in a group and also with our background of, of you know, being able to be uh, what people say lyrical and, you know, just not, you know, probably not on the most commercial type of music. Um, how how do we keep it entertaining for everyone? And that record is just another testament to how well we mesh as a group and able to make music that entertains everyone. My girl thinks she's slick. It's really all a scam. She's been cheating on me with some and it didn't Sam. And Sam thinks I'm not aware, but I am. And I'm going to show them both that I'm a killer like Cam. He sends flowers to a job every week, every week. He calls her phone late night is when, when they, they speak. When they speak. When I'm in bed is when she slithers off the creek. Just because my eyes closed, that don't mean it's Speaking of which, I mean, as a group, how, how does, I guess, how does, there's four of you, how does the writing process work? I mean, are there a lot of writes and rewrites? Or also, what I imagine is that there's this, always this kind of, you know, all, all respectful this kind of competition that you guys are doing i mean is, is do, you, do you guys try to kind of outright each other i think i think we definitely try to write outright each other um going into the song but we the way we record it normally we'll all get a beat um or we'll all get different beats and have them and somebody will lay an idea down that 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 verse would then get emailed to the next person, get emailed to all of us. And then we feed off of that person's verse and we write our rhymes and lay whoever finishes their verse lays their verse next, or we can all have our verses finished and just lay it. And then, you know, it comes back around kind of like a merry-go-round in our emails and we all are able to hear it. So it's, it's really, um, it's not, I don't know if it's really that much. It's, it's a competitive thing of when you write your rhyme, you're excited from the beat. So you're going to go as hard as you normally do. I don't think we, I don't think none of us go into it going, oh, this beat is crazy. I'm going to try to out rhyme the group. Nobody does that. It's more or less the beat is, we're each confident in our, in our ability that whatever we choose to write is going to stand out, you know, regardless. So it's not like that. But when you hear, if I hear a punch verse or I hear strict verse and I hear ace verse and I didn't write my rhyme yet, yeah, I'm going to be fueled to want to make sure my verse is as tight as theirs, if not better, to, you know, I'm going to try to go that way. And I think that's for all of us. You know, if ace hears my verse, he'll, we'll all email each other and be like, yo, that verse is hot. You know, like <laughs> you see the emails back and forth. We compliment each other when we hear the other person's verse. Like, yo, that verse is dope. So, of course, from there, we're like, oh, I got to do my thing now. So that's how that's how we are. We fuel each other more so than you know going against each other. We're on the same team. Are these uh, for you? I mean, do these three do three other MCs? Uh, do they inspire you the most in terms of you know continuously writing? Um, they they inspire me to write more so when we work on projects together, and um, because. We're we're in a group, but we're all four separate entities as far as working on music. So we're not necessarily hearing everybody's stuff, you know. Like I don't always hear Ace's projects. I don't hear Punch's stuff. They don't hear my stuff sometimes until, like, uh, when we go on tour. Then we're in the van together, and we're like, "Yo, check out what I recorded. Yo, this is what I'm working on." <laughs> you know, like 
nobody hears it enough. I don't think we hear each other's stuff enough to really um, be to inspire each other like that. Um, I think we all just get inspired from the tracks and the production that we may get from producers more so than each other. We get inspired from each other when we hear each other's stuff, but we're more so inspired when we get a, a track that we like because we, we're always separate for the most part. So I would say it's more or less getting a track you like, making a song that when we play it for each other, it's impressive. What can fans and listeners ex- you know expect from this EP? It's it's um it's just a small it's a small sample um so it has a couple of skits on there to keep you entertained and then you know it it has it has this really you know we're, we're spitting we have a song on there actually titled the turning point on there uh, that's more reflective on some life things and you know we we let you know what we've been up to we got a song called Stay Busy which lets you know what we've been doing all this time oh nice so. You know, it, it gives you an idea. It's, it's a great, it's a great segue. I think that's what I would say. The turning point is a great segue to what the album will become. We, we've actually started recording the album, so we have songs for the album that you know that aren't have nothing to do with the EP. But this is more so just kind of just uh putting our putting our flag down of what we do. So you hear songs with us reflecting on things. You hear us just straight spitting on some things, and you hear what we've been up to. And is the album, I mean, the, the full-length album, which is due out this summer, correct? We're trying to get it out this summer. Hopefully that's, that stays according to plan. Um, we got we got songs recorded. I would say maybe maybe five, six songs recorded. But, you know, it's it's all about making, you make songs that don't come out depending on the direction of where everything's wrapping up to. So we, we're still writing and, you know, honing in on what the idea and the concept of the album will be. Do you? Uh, I mean, just do you? Do you? Do you miss the days of lyricist lounge? Um, I I do miss some of the days of of then, just because that was my upbringing of honing and making who I was, making who I am. Right. So I, I I'm I'm gonna miss those days, of course. You know, because it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, working with people and being creative. I just love being creative and actually. You know, the open mics and seeing a lot of talented people with blossom later on to do big things and just stuff like that. So that excitement of just um, going somewhere and being around other talented people. Yeah, you, you'll you always miss that as a chapter in your life because that's what groomed you to become who you are. I always wonder, I mean, you've been doing this, you know, for for a good time. And I was always wondered, like, is there one song or, you know, maybe a group of songs that you wrote, let's say in, I don't know, let's say 2000, uh, that you wish would come out now? I really, I really, I don't know, man. I mean, I like the shoulder, the shoulder record that I wrote for my first album. That, that I wish I had did a video for that record. And I wish, you know, people hear that now. And, and when I do shows, that's like a big record for me. Because it's just so uh, reflective of what, what's going on today. The lyrics, they still uh, resonate till today. Damn, man, it's always something. If it ain't the phone, then the doors wasn't. If they're not in school, they on the corners hustling. All these criminals that the law is busting. Crime don't stop, all good and all of a sudden. They were so cool, used to say they... The Guardian Angel record I did from the first album resonates today. 
There's been times when I was ready to throw the cards on the table Till I realized in my life I had a guardian angel So I would say maybe those two songs right there Those those really are are things that um people to this day feel they get they get a feeling from um but i'm i'm such a like i try to just think forward all the time because like i don't want to become like a reminisce person and artist because then you know <laughs> i just don't i just don't feel you you become progressive you know i don't feel you become progressive when you, when you get stuck like that so i'm always trying to just stay in the in the new with everything so i'm always just trying to think of new stuff and hopefully make new stuff now that 10 years from now you ask me about what's up with that song so um it's i don't i don't really think about stuff that from back then to come out now but i do have some favorites that people listen to today and that i even performed that i feel like it still has a powerful message Nice. Uh, on the, the the new EP, is there a, a one? Do you have a favorite song? And then two? Uh, do you have a say? Uh, I guess your for you. Do you have a favorite lyric? Um, a favorite lyric on a new EP. Well, favorite song on a new EP. Wow, I kind of like uh, this song called "Verified" featuring Lady Leisha from over in the UK. Um, she's real dope real dope artist. Um I like that song a lot on there. Uh man, this is <laughs> I like I like a lot of the songs, man. I really do, man. And then as far as the rhymes, um man, it's I I I try to write everything to be kind of quotable, you know, like if I say it, uh I got uh, there's a song Sweet Potato Fries and I said we we performing at the garden off of one song. When you be talking about the garden, it's your front lawn. You know, nice. like, you know, so it's like different. It's so many lines that from each verse for that whole EP. I think if I if I quote my verses from each song on there, there's something in them. So you just I just want people to hear it and they can be excited. How do you as an artist, how do you go back um, like after this? I mean, after the album's done and, and you know, after you guys have toured for the album, uh is it hard, do you think it's hard to go back just you know as to i guess to do like a solo a, a solo album i mean you know no nah, no nah, because when you do a group album there's compromise you know mm. yeah. <laughs> you, you, it's impossible to do a group album without compromise you know so you you give you give what you can to it you know you play your role on the team whether you're the center shooting point guard whatever you do you you give your role, but it's not the same way you're gonna play one on one. You right, know, right. when you one on one, you got to do everything. You're gonna do the rebounding, you're gonna do the shots, you're gonna do the blocking. You have to do that for you. So and, and you provide your vision. So you're not necessarily always gonna um, see things you know the same way, but you have to respect another person's perspective of how to do things. So when you're in the group, it allows you to kind of see that your way isn't the only way. But when you do stuff by yourself, you're also able to show people the way that you intended it to be and why you like it that way. So I, I think it I think it helps. Um, I think it helps you as a person to compromise and actually appreciate other people's talent. If you can be in a group and and, and accept somebody else's ideas. Um, 
you definitely learn to appreciate that there's way more perspectives and the way people may translate or, um, you know, see something the same way you may listen to a song or album and get a certain feeling. I may like, I might like, you know, track three, you like track four. That's what it's like putting an album together with other members, you know, what's next for, for Wordsworth? Um, really, man, just working on another solo album. So I'm working on that now, but I'm also working on a group project called the idea. Um, oh, nice. it, it's me. Chartel is a female vocalist in the group. Uh, a buddy of mine named range, the messenger. He actually, uh, did some, uh, my new, my latest album, the photo album. Uh, he's on until I win and on start over. He actually is singing and rapping in the group. And then we got Scott Carter, and um, he's one of the producers in the group. He's actually the producer in the group. So, you know, we got that going on. And then I also have another group project called uh, with a group called Red Tape with a producer named Schematics. And um, me and him have we're, – we're working on a full-length album as well. So it's two different types of projects, too, other, you know, other from what I do with my own stuff. So – that's why I like doing these projects because it allowed me to do something different in both with both producers. And then I have my own solo stuff that I'm able to do what I do and convey the message the way I see the world. And what's the best way to, for us to keep in touch with, you know, with uh, obviously everything that EMC is doing and also Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Uh, We have an EMC fan page on Facebook. Uh, We also have EMC crew. um, That's on Twitter. And um, you can contact me through, I'm on Facebook, Wordsworth, Wordwide, or you can actually hit me on Twitter at Wordsworth underscore EMC. Um, And I'm I'm on Facebook more often than than probably uh, Twitter. I'm on back and forth because on the Facebook, I actually talk to pretty much all the friends on there. All the people that are friends with me, I'm, they see when I come on and we they send me messages. I'm very accessible and I talk to people on there and it's such back and forth instant message. So uh, I'm on there a lot and, um, you know, but I'm on Twitter as much as possible. I got Instagram, Wordsworth, B-K-L-Y-N. Um, so I'm on all, all those different, um, you know, platforms and I'm pretty accessible. The new EP, The Turning Point by EMC. Uh, Wordsworth, thanks so much for joining me on the library with Tim Einekel on rapstation.com. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was one of EMC's members, Wordsworth. The new EP, The Turning Point, is due out May 20th. Peace. I ain't falling for the Okie. Ain't no way they gon' ever do me like they did my new Sigmokie. 25 years did a stretch on a humble. It's all laid out, but I'm not gon' stumble. My man on the corner, pocket full of rocks. Neck full of bling and a sock full of knots. Tops on the block, cause something just occurred. You really wanna die, and there's nothing but a word. Puffing on the herb, sipping on the OE. These dudes mean mugging, but they really don't know me. So I whisper to my homie, he told me this the deal. I'm handing you the steel if you real, but shit get on me. And I ain't backing down, like Howard in the paint. I gotta show the world that the cow is what I ain't. My mama gon' faint in the court when she hears. The judge throw the book, give me 35 years, I'm stuck.
it love? Is it lust? Betrayed trust never fails. Shorty's illiterate, but have me caught up in a spell. I'm caught up in this hell. Should have did something different. Smiles and thick thighs is all I seem to envision. Uh -huh. Bottle popping and champagne toasting most of the night. Shorty rubbing my I know Apollo amateur night. Grab her and took flight. Where do you want to go? To the car? To the crib? Should we go to the motel? What the hell? She said, come to my place. Okay. Sex was on my mind. Impatient and couldn't wait. Uh -huh. We made it to a place in Brooklyn out in the Ville. Treat her hair like Braille. As a cop, make it feel that my yourself gonna kill. Wait till I get a minute. She need to freshen up. Told me give her a minute. That's when these two cats rolled out. I was confronted. Pulled their guns out and quickly told me to run it. Oh no. Bite you with the venom all of your life. You've been fighting to prevent him. Love's different, blood dripping on your Nikes and your denim. Sacramento, she walked out the black limo. Mo was bad luck, named the Black Widow. Every man she slept with passed away. Even me, I pray I don't pass today. And that black dress, her legs stunned, could say the web spun. Thoughts of her, I can't keep my head from. I wonder who's the next victim on her list now. Feeling kind of sick now. Hold up, let me sit down. God. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.